0: Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, experience support for confident business makers. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Lauren Maffeo. Lauren is an award-winning service designer working full-time at Steampunk, where she serves the US federal government. She is a founding editor at Springer's AI and Ethics Journal, and an adjunct lecturer of interaction design at the George Washington University. Lauren has written for Harvard Data Science Review, Financial Times, and The Guardian. She has also presented her research on bias in AI at Princeton and Columbia Universities, Google's DevFest DC, and Twitter's San Francisco headquarters. She is the author of Designing Data Governance Governance from the Ground Up. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Lauren Maffeo.
1: Thanks so much, Ed. I'm really
0: happy to be here. Well, first, Lauren, why do you do what you do?
1: I do what I do because I see and live the and work the consequences of not understanding The value that data has in our society today and the the risks involved with not managing it well and managing it properly. I started my career as a tech reporter covering the European startup sector from London and eventually pivoted into working in tech myself. And as you mentioned, I'm a senior service designer at a work company which builds and designs technical solutions for the US federal government. I also worked at Gartner as a research analyst, prior to steampunk and i've seen throughout those roles this consistent theme where the volume of data produced and ingested continues to grow exponentially but the there is a real wild west vibe when it comes to managing it and there are very few organizations have quality standards for data they don't know how to connect their data use to business outcomes in an effective way they don't even know where their data lives half the time many uh, in many cases i've come onto a project and when the you know the data architects and i ask well where does this data set live we big client doesn't know. And so rather than just getting to work, rather than designing new systems and opportunities, we have to then go on a goose chase to find where that data lives. And all of this feels like it's happening in a vacuum when the reality is we live in an age where generative AI like ChatGPT is becoming more mainstream than ever. And AI like ChatGPT is data on the on its uh, uh, the back end of it is data and yes there are complicated algorithms and equations used to to make that data into something tangible like the output of chat gpt but the reality is that we there is a, an astronomical amount of data today and very few standards in place to manage it well and the consequences of that are why i do what i do
0: and tell me about your book, Designing Data Governance from the Ground Up.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a that's a great follow-up question to what I just mentioned. I decided to write this book after working a, as a research analyst at Gartner and then working directly with clients on data focused projects. So when I was a research analyst at Gartner, I focused on Researching different training techniques that people that businesses could use to help bring artificial intelligence into their companies, everything from natural language processing to machine learning. And then I went into a service design role where I worked directly on technical teams with developers, data architects, data scientists to help build, design and build those more technically advanced solutions for our clients. And I quickly realized that even when organizations exist to disseminate data, they very often don't have any semblance of, of governance behind it. Um, that does not mean that there are no intelligent people working there. It does not mean that people are not working hard. Uh, it's actually, in many cases, the opposite. You have a lot of people in with very specialized expertise uh, working in their corner. Uh, but because there is a lack of broader collaboration, because there hasn't been a lot of Thought process about which steps of a process to automate because nobody really knows what data quality looks like and nobody can see under the hood to see to check how these uh, processes are going. Uh, there's a real lack of cohesion and it results in. Not only data that is not trusted by by people, but it results in a lot of confusion and uh, and fiefdoms, as my colleague says. uh, Because people, when they don't understand, I think it's our natural indication when we don't understand something to try to pull back and fear it. And I think that unless we make data more tangible for everyone in an organization and teach people uh, that what data governance can do for them, we're going to have the same. results. So that's, the end result is this book. It's a 100-page six-step guide to helping readers start designing their first data governance programs from scratch, which starts by figuring out why your company exists and goes into tips to monitor uh, data throughout the lifecycle, uh, even once you have pushed the first version of that product to production.
0: There used to be a saying where I guess there still is garbage in, garbage out, but it's far more complicated than that, isn't it? I mean, yes, it's not, It's not. if you put bad data in from the beginning, you've got a problem, but you can even put good data in from the beginning. And now there's a certain amount of, I guess, let's call it data spoilage that happens over the course of time, that and that's got to complicate things significantly. Talk a little bit about that
1: absolutely so you're exactly right that it, that if you put quote unquote bad data into an algorithm you will get poor results uh but it's but as you said it's not that simple and this is far from an, a simple problem to solve i think that's why many organizations have an aversion to starting they know that it is going to realistically take years to become a data mature organization and, and sometimes it, the devil you know is easier um, or the Excel sheet you know is easier but uh, the reality is that you can also have quote unquote good data by which I mean data that is of sound quality that has passed validation checks and is ready for consumption by outside users the challenge comes in when you are using that data in various contexts that you can't necessarily validate or account for for instance there's this concept of black box algorithms which discusses the training process that this data goes through uh, sometimes algorithms train themselves without any real human input um, and so there are many cases where data teams can't actually come to a conclusion about how algorithms reached the results that they did uh, so for instance they you as you said can have good data um, by and and again good means many things as well. Um, If just because you know data for instance could be accurate um, but then if it mixes with other other data during the training process you can have causal inference that was not necessarily planned for and that can affect the results of your algorithm. And these things are going to happen. This is a natural part of doing this work with data. This is a natural part of of building algorithms and more complicated tech with large data sets. And so the the goal should not be for people to say, I I want to make sure that never occurs because it is going to occur. The point of data governance is really to have a set of standards and processes in place to help you through that scenario and to help you manage it more effectively so that you can stop that bias when you see it and you don't have to wait until that product is in market to roll it, roll it back and have to start everything over from scratch.
0: Just thinking of more recent, very important example is is just even from a data collection standpoint, dying of COVID as opposed to dying with COVID. And how does that get defined? So even two different states, two different hospitals within the same state might have two different definitions of it. (laughs)
1: A hundred percent. And I I love that you brought that up because there's a lot, if you work with a data team, they will almost certainly talk to you about having a data dictionary to ease exactly the problem that you just talked about. I think one of the biggest challenges we see and are going to continue to see with data is the lack of context and the lack of definitions. Um, Even things like dates. I mean, the way that we write dates in the United States, we write June 3rd, 2023. In the UK, they re- they would say 3rd June 2023. That's a simple change. And those different dates mean the same thing. But the way they're written is different. And without accounting for that, without having a uniform way of writing it, uh, that can really mess up your data. And, I, and again, I think we have not seen dedication to things like data dictionaries to the degree that we should have uh, it moving up to this point. And I do think that's also why we as a collective tech industry are struggling with this problem of big data and how to manage tools like ChatGPT now. We don't really have a centralized body to give advice on these matters the way other professions do. If you work in law or medicine, uh, even finance to a degree, there are very specific organizations and, and bodies that you can go to to get the latest advice. We don't really have that in tech. And so everybody's just doing either what they think is best or throwing caution to the wind. And uh, and neither approach is working. And left unchecked, I, I do think it's only going to get worse. The good news is there are ways to solve this. And there are ways to start implementing data governance that don't have to be completely overwhelming.
0: And Lauren, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests. And that is, who is a hero of yours? And why are they a hero?
1: My hero is my best friend from graduate school. Um, She, I could really talk for a long time about how much I love her and care about her, but she's the, she's a hero of mine because she is open to a degree that I have not seen ever in, a, in another person. I think part of it is that she moved across the world from South Africa to Canada when she was 10. So she was a young immigrant. Uh, she had to, you know, acclimate to a new country quite young and leave behind the rest of her family. And uh, And she, to this day, is, is somebody who I think is not just incredibly ad- open in, in the sense of being adventurous and she is, but she's also very uh, gracious with how, she, with her affection for people and her and her time and, and her empathy. Uh, if you're go, if you're going through a challenging time, she's the person that you want in your corner. And uh, she's also, incredibly, uh, when, you know, people talk about grit, I think of her because, uh, because she I don't know anybody who does a better job getting back up when they fall down. And so uh, for many reasons, she's a hero of mine.
0: And lastly, Lauren, how can somebody contact you?
1: Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn under my full name. Um, if people would like to buy the book we talked about, they can go to pragprog.com. That's P-R-A-G-P-R-O-G.com. The book is called Designing Data Governance from the Ground Up. And if folks want to buy it from pragprog.com, they can use datagov 23 all caps uh, for 35% off their e-copy through the through September. Um, but you can also buy it at Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Target, or any other place. And I would love to not only hear what people think of it, but if you enjoyed it, uh, or even if you didn't, I would love for people to write a re- write a review of it on Amazon or a site like Goodreads. I am learning as a first-time author that those reviews have a big impact on which books gets, get shown and show up in people's searches. And so all the reviews that you can get are very, very valued.
0: And we will put a link to that in the description. Lauren and thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.